0: Welcome to Postcast, the Utah Jazz defeat the Houston Rockets tonight, 114-99. This was not a particularly impressive performance by the Jazz, but a win and one of the keys to this offseason, this second half, is going to be winning games you're supposed to win. That's what the Jazz were able to do tonight in this victory over the Houston Rockets, an undermanned Rockets team without Wall, without Christian Wood, without Oladipo, without Gordon, and yet the Jazz able to uh, to really struggle but still get the win tonight. We'll break down some of the things the jazz did and did not do particularly well. All of those coming up on Postcast. I'm David Lock. This is Postcast. It is live on Locked On Live on Facebook as well as Locked On Live on Twitch and Locked On Live coming to you on YouTube. It is not available on Periscope at DLock09 anymore because Twitter is disconnected that. From other events, so you have to watch on either David Locke on Facebook, or to watch it at Locked On Live. Chat room is open and available for you to get your thoughts tonight. The Jazz win in a game that, like on one level, was never in doubt. On another level, probably should have been a twenty-point blowout for much of the night, and instead got down to single digits in the fourth quarter. And the Jazz really did not do a very good job of hustle and controlling the glass and those things. The Rockets took an insane 111 shots tonight as they played fast, didn't want the Jazz to get set up, and then in in the midst of 118 shots, Ended up with 18 offensive rebounds tonight, 24 second chance points to some extent because the guys they had available, they just couldn't shoot. But the level of offensive rebounding they had tonight was a little absurd, and the Jazz are going to have to tighten that up. The other thing that wasn't great tonight from the Jazz, they played a lot of zone defense, and they weren't very good at it. I almost had a feeling watching this game that the Jazz were trying to see if they could be good at zone, learn how to play zone, work on their zone. They came together too many times, then ball moved, then there's spaces and gaps. You have to be moving all as one. And the zone defense tonight by the Jazz was not particularly strong. On the offensive end, the good news was the Jazz opened the game really aggressively going to the basket. Boyan Bogdavich had eight free throws, I believe, all in the first quarter. Tonight, aggressively going to the basket. Dealing with their overplays, Boyan was plus twenty-six tonight. Donovan aggressive in the first quarter had a big thirteen-point first-quarter game. Finished with twenty-eight points, seven rebounds, and eight assists on nine of twenty-three shooting. You did have four turnovers. The Jazz got forty of their eighty-one shots up as threes um, and were able to uh, in uh, you know play their offensive game the way they wanted to. Their final offensive rating though was not impressive. The Rockets got physical, got into them defensively in the second half of the game. And the Jazz did not kind of overcome that from an offensive standpoint tonight. The Jazz defense was very good statistically, but the question would be, were they very good statistically because the Rockets simply weren't very good tonight and didn't have their guys or was were the, the Jazz, I mean, the Jazz outmanned this team. There's no question uh, to that in what was going on um, tonight. So that's the way I would. I would look at this one. Uh, We'll get your thoughts and your comments on this one. The Jazz really just, you know, playing an inferior NBA team. Thank you, Ron. And, uh, you know, you got two shots. We could bring you back here pretty soon to the show. Like, when I get my second shot and you get your second shot, can't we bring you back to this show? You would have to stay and not go home right now. You'll be home by the time I'm done with this. Right. Okay. All right. Let's get your guys' thoughts on this one. Uh, As the Jazz win it uh, and get what they want, let's go with Paul. He always got a lot of thoughts. Two thoughts. One, the Rockets were more dangerous. Uh, Two, what's the Jazz record when they have more turnovers than their opponent? Go Jazz. Love the determination. Uh, Jazz had 17 turnovers tonight. The Rockets had 11. I don't have – I would assume the Jazz record is fine because they usually have more turnovers than their opponent because we usually turn the ball over and we don't force any turnovers. So I would guess we have almost always had more turnovers than our opponents. We're last in the league in forcing turnovers. We're in the middle of the pack and taking care of the ball. So I don't think turnovers would be any type of an indicator for us. Let's go to Steven. I was hoping to see Ursan play more minutes tonight, some minutes tonight. I agree would have been nice to get him out there get him loose but obviously the game didn't play to that it was a um pretty wild night in the way that that game was played in the rockets battle give the rockets credit like that was just great determination they're sm- similar size guys at 6-6 six, six across the board they were just battling fighting going after every rebound you know what i mean it's another example of a team offensive rebounding and not the jazz weren't exploiting them in the fast break on the other side like this whole myth for years that if you offensive rebound, you just get beat in transition just isn't true. Daniel Hale from YouTube says the Rockets took over 100 shots and ended with 99 points. I like that. Jazz defense was statistically very good. The Rockets did not have a single NBA scorer on the floor other than maybe Kevin Porter Jr., So who had 27. Sterling Brown was their second-best offensive player. He barely got off the bench from Milwaukee last year. So I'm not sure I would, like, go crazy about this performance tonight. Is Ursan a good offensive rebounder? We need one. No, he's a very good defensive rebounder. Um, That's interesting you say we need a good offensive rebounder. We're the seventh best offensive rebounding team in the league. We're going to get our offensive rebound with Faves and Gobert probably uh, more than anyone. Robert from Facebook says a lot of live ball turnovers were bad leading to easy transition points for Houston. You are correct, sir. What was the steal number? That's always the number I like. I don't really care about turnovers. I do care about it, but I think steals a better number. 11 steals tonight. Ah, 11 live ball turnovers tonight. Woo. Uh, That's a lot. Let's go to YouTube. Adam, hopefully the beginning of the fourth is the worst we see for a while. I would agree. We were not, they took it to us in that stretch. We were not particularly good. They were aggressive. They got into us. They were switching. They were playing physically. They just knocked us off. We were not throwing good passes. We were playing an underman team. And we let go of the rope for a while. I mean, you—the game was never in doubt. You never really thought the Jazz were going to lose. The minute it got down to eight, Clarkson hit a big or four. Clarkson hit a big three. Donovan made a bunch of big plays along the way. So, um, you know, I think the fact of the matter is, you never thought you were going to lose tonight. But yes, this was not a performance that you were going to put on a whiteboard and say, "This is how I want to play." I just think the Jazz didn't hustle. I saw Boyan. Just tried to just never I just saw Boyan just never try to secure the loose ball in like four plays, but he wasn't the only one in inability to get offensive rebounds. There was a play or two where Boyan could have been a little more aggressive. You are correct. Christopher Brown on YouTube says, Is it possible that we use the math that the use of mass are allowing teams to erode the altitude advantage of the guys? What? Is it possible the use of masks are allowing teams to erode? I want to have what you had tonight. What? First of all, we've won like 16 straight at home, right? So the altitude advantage does not seem to be going away. How would masks? It's an anti-masker. Trying to claim that the altitude, (laughs) I don't know, I'm just making that up. The Rockets played with more energy, plain and simple. Yes, but Tyson, I agree with you 100%, but let me remind you of one of my grand theories about the NBA. You know the guys who play with the most energy are the ones who if they don't, they go home. Like if you're really, really good, like you're Kevin Durant, you don't have to play with that much energy because you're flipping great. If you're Kyrie Irving, you don't have to play with that much energy. It'd be nice if you do. But if you're Kenyon Martin Jr. and you don't play with energy, you know where you go? Rio Grande. Like, that's why these guys had so much energy tonight. Because if they don't have that much energy, they go home. And home pays far less well than the NBA. So that's a lot of what you're doing there. Uh, My thoughts on Kevin Porter Jr., so I thought he was really good on a terrible team where he's the only offensive player, and I thought he was really skilled. But I think we know that about him. The question's going to be whether he can play on a good team or on a high-quality team as a teammate. Um, so that would be my thought on that. And the final question tonight from Christopher Brown is, Dante and they were close to playing. Last update was still in a walking boot pre-All-Star. I do not know on Dante. Um, we'll see. All right, guys, thank you very much. Jazz win tonight. Final score 114.99. Warriors, midday Sunday. Have a good one. See ya.